0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network.
1: Hey Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We should straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're back for another podcast. Uh, this afternoon, Lewis Argoni's here.
0: Hey, hey, Dolphins. Happy, happy Monday to you. Lewis, what a phenomenal game yesterday. Wow. I mean, that one yesterday... Man, I, I I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I'm at you a loss think for of words. We got to talk. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but I mean there's just so much to say about it. But, you know, in enjoying the game, I don't know if I've enjoyed a game as much as I did yesterday, especially the fourth quarter. I mean, you know, they they were holding on for dear life, you know, for three quarters, you know, they were staying somewhat in the game every time. You know, we we punched them, they punched us right back. But, you know, that fourth quarter, I don't know if I've seen a better fourth quarter. I mean, not since maybe that um, Miami Jet game up in New York that we lost. I think it was, what, 51-45? Yeah. yeah, it was somewhat similar to that, other than the fact that we lost that game and we weren't down by three touchdowns in that game like we were yesterday. Well, uh, entering the
1: 21-point comeback, uh, entering the fourth quarter was the biggest in our history.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine so. I mean, I don't remember a bigger comeback. And Marino had a lot of comebacks. He but not, sure did. Not, I, I remember the game up in New York, the spike play, we were down quite a bit. You know, I think yep. we may have been down by 14 or 17 entering the fourth quarter in that yep. game. But, you know, this game, you know, when you looked at it, you know, right off the bat, the, the opening kickoff, and you're thinking, my God, you know. An away game in Baltimore, you know, that's all we needed to do was give them an easy seven right out of the gate without their offense having to sure do it. It charges
1: the crowd. It charges the team, you know, the Ravens.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was disappointing, you know, and then, you know, we come back and then we give up 21 more points in the second quarter and we're down 28-7 at half. And you're thinking, man, it was you know, feeling
1: like a typical away Baltimore game, you know?
0: Yes. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, We have got to come out. We had the ball coming out of the second half. You know, we've got to do something with it. And I mean, we've 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 seen we've <laughs> we've read this book before, we've seen this movie before, right? Where, you know, we're down, we need a big drive to come out in the second half and we go three and out, and we're yep. like, you know what? You know, right away, you know, we're on the phone together and we're like, yeah, here we go. I mean, this is going to be much of the same the second half. But, you know, to their credit, they come out, they drive right up the field, they score, they get back in it. You know, then they give a touchdown back to them. And entering the fourth quarter, we're down 35 14. And then all hell broke loose, Mike.
1: It sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Who saw that coming? I mean, really? Who saw that coming?
0: Not us, especially me and you, you know, we, uh, you know, we're eating crow today because we've been so uh, critical Critical. of Tua and his play. And even, you know, early in this game, you know, when you looked at it, you know, the couple of interceptions, um, you know, you're thinking to yourself, "Eh, it's one or two of his games, you know, he's, he's got a good throw here and there. And then You know, he's made some bad throws. Yeah, made some mistakes here and there, and it's kind of much of the same. And then all of a sudden, a fire gets lit under his ass, and um, he just goes to town. It was just an incredible thing to watch. This is basically what we've been asking for. I mean, I know Jim Johnson talks about it. You talk about it a lot, you know, bringing us back in the fourth quarter. You know, until he does something like that how can we trust the guy you know until we actually see him play like he did for that quarter that fourth quarter and he he wasn't having a horrible game prior to the fourth quarter but no
1: he, he wasn't you know but he and, he wasn't winning either
0: exactly up and, and not not to any fault of his i mean he did have the two interceptions early and it right. somewhat hurt but the 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 thing is is that we've been asking for that you know show us something That's all I asked for, you know, for the last couple of years is just show us something. that
1: And he did. And he did. He took the ball from center, dropped back, had to pivot around to the left to -hmm. make a throw. Yep. And those are the type of things that I want to see. Extend the play because they'll usually be big plays.
0: If you know, even on the winning touchdown um, that he threw
1: to Waddle, I mean. Which was a great pass.
0: The defender was all over him. I mean, the pass was contested. I mean, it was a great throw and a great catch. But the thing that impressed me the most about that pass was that he 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 basically made a slight move in the pocket that bit him. You know, it gave him another second to get the ball to Waddle and then made the pass. I mean, it, it, you go back and you watch it again, Mike. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, I about. know, I know what it, you're it, talking it, about. It's, and it's such a minor minor move in the pocket but That's it's game of inches <laughs> that's exactly and you know it bit him a, another second and he was able to get the ball to him and um just just an incredible incredible you know, it's funny game. because
1: earlier in the week you know he said that he had trouble seeing in the pocket really yeah wow
0: interesting yep.
1: that's not surprising i mean i'm sure russell wilson has trouble seeing in the pocket
0: oh yeah you know what and, i mean yeah exactly the heights hit you but i mean he, he mike he's been doing this for a while i mean i don't understand why he would make that comment you know at this point i mean he's not very big so i mean i'm sure he's, he's always got to him. find a
1: throwing lane that's right. that's what it's all about i mean right. that's that's the challenge of being six foot or six foot one whatever he is
0: right russell wilson kyle murray yep the shorter quarterbacks in the league all deal with that and he's dealt with it his whole life as sure. a quarterback sure. so you know, for him to come out and say something like that right now, and I'm really not quite understanding that because I mean it's obvious that the shorter quarterbacks are gonna struggle, you know, seeing um over you over know, guys that are six seven. <laughs> over guys that are six seven and two hundred and eighty, you know, three hundred and eighty pounds, whatever the case may be. So I get all that, but in regard to his performance yesterday it's what we've been wanting to see we've been dying to see it and uh you know we've both been very critical of him and you know what he proved us wrong yesterday and that's exactly that's all I wanted I mean you know it's that simple I mean I don't ever want to see any of our players fail but when they're not playing up to expectations and up to where they were drafted you know you look at the team as a whole and you look at the guys that aren't performing you know starting with to it to the level that they should be you have to be critical of them you know and yesterday you know he did a great job now this is only one game we've got some you know, we've got two games coming up uh, right behind this one that are going to be really big challenges you know buffalo and cincinnati you know let's hope that he just does much of the same you know he's he's proven to himself that he can do it in the that's nfl that's it
1: that's it he you know. should have gained some confidence yesterday
0: Without yep. a doubt. Absolutely. Take those chances. Air play the it. ball down the field.
1: The, the, evidently that play is called fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it is that right? Today. Yep. Really? Yep, yep. That's, That's the a, play call. <laughs> now which one are we talking about? The deep uh pass to uh Hill.
0: Hill, which one? The one down the sideline or the
1: one yeah. down the middle of the I field? think the one down the sideline.
0: Yeah. Right, I got you. Well, he he threw a fuck it up early in the game, and it, it did get fucked up because uh, he threw in the double coverage, you know, to waddle down the field, and that wasn't a spectacular throw. So, you know, the fuck it, as they call it, you know, let's hope that uh, it's, it's, it's successful more often than it is unsuccessful. But I'll tell you. Oh, you, well, you know,
1: when you're losing 28 to whatever it was they were losing at the time. You makes know. sense. Yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely. Why not? Listen, the guy was wide open. I think yeah. that the Ravens forgot that Tyreek Hill played for us or how quick he was
1: because the cheat. Evidently, they had a busted coverage.
0: Absolutely. Well, he may have done a, a stop and go and, and just, you know, the safety. Well, yeah, he lost the
1: corner, be. but there was nobody else there. So. there nobody
0: else there. Yeah. He's so fast, Mike. It's really tough. You know, and with the way Waddle was playing yesterday, I mean, this is really going to be a challenge for, for defenses because. You've got two guys that are very capable. And, um, you know, once they start throwing safeties to each side of the field, <laughs>
1: you know, then, then you've you got Kasicki or, you, you know, one it. of the running backs, you know, to or, you know, your third receiver. You exactly. Yep. You know, exactly. that gives you a yep. lot of options of guys who are going to be single covered. Yep. Exactly. It'll open up other things. So, you know, th-
0: this is what we've been screaming for. We now have it, we're excited about it. Um let's just hope that it continues and um you know we build on what we did yesterday because that that was just an incredible victory uh 2 and 0 I mean we're looking really really good I mean the offensive line I felt did a really really good job other than one horrible series which you know I guess they decided not to block their defensive end or the linebacker whoever it was who seemed to be I can't it remember It was Houston. It was Houston, yeah. Yeah, I mean, three straight plays. I mean, I'm like, what? What is going on? I mean, there was one point where our tackle did not even block him. You yeah. know, he he was the he was the far the furthest outside, and they just decided not to block him, and he had a straight shot at Tua. Um, but past that series, which was absolutely horrendous, I felt the offensive line did a really really good job yesterday. Um, you know, the running game. Was there? I mean, both running backs averaged about five, six yards a carry. I mean, that's uh, – Mozart and Edmonds had 16 carries for 84 yards. I mean, they averaged you know, somewhere between five and six yards a carry. Outstanding. I mean, yeah, that's what I you think, want. I uh,
1: think that lowered uh, Mozart's career average.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that yeah. funny? Um, you know, Edmonds, that 28-yard run late in the game was just so important. And what a great play call. You know, they weren't expecting it. We were being so aggressive, and then they just decided to throw a handoff in in between. Nice blocking, a couple nice moves, and he's right in there, you know, deep into their territory, 28-yard run. Um, you know, two are throwing the ball up 50 times. I mean, my goodness, you know. Threw 14 incompletions the whole day. And I don't remember many in the fourth quarter. I really don't. I like. I, I, Maybe one or two incompletions there in the many. whole fourth quarter. There were not many, not many. Like I said, Mike, can't say enough about the effort yesterday. You know, on the offensive side, the catch by Gasecki comes to mind. Gasecki.
1: Great pass again.
0: Another great pass. Um, went up, skied for it. Outstanding play. Uh, in gold had a big catch, you know, a 13-yard reception. That was nice on one of the drives to see in the flat. Um, you know, it. <laughs> I'll tell you, Mike. You know, on the offensive side, there's not a lot of variety there. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of the two top running backs and the two receivers, Hill and Waddle, and then you know a sprinkle of you know everybody else in there. But yep. it was not necessary yesterday. It just wasn't. You know, they they those guys pretty much handled it. You know, Tua did a great job as I mentioned. And on the offensive side, you know, when when you put 42 points up, I don't care who you're playing in the NFL. It it's it's a major accomplishment. It's it's a big big day for you. No doubt about it.
1: Well, you know, Harbaugh helped us when when he decided not to punt and to go for it on fourth down. Right that was a backbreaking move
0: (laughs) it you know we talked about it when when he did it and i i called you immediately after um he went for it and we stopped him and i said i I didn't really agree with that i mean nor did i pin us down in our own end deep in our own end and i think at that point there was what maybe seven minutes left yes that's the
1: whole thing you you want miami to have to work against the clock
0: Right. Exactly. And And if
1: you don't pick that up, you've given Miami at least another two or three minutes in the game.
0: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, they gave us phenomenal field position and, you know, obviously in the end it burnt them. But you know what, Mike, if he gets that yard, the game's basically over. It's that simple. So, I mean, you know, I know people are going to be critical of him, but when you got Lamar Jackson in the backfield um, and the speed that he has and the ability to, um, you know, to avoid tacklers that was his frame of mind you know he felt that. was i get
1: his frame of mind i i don't think you know i mean obviously you're playing to win and he was doing that but i think he just made the wrong call yeah and i you know i said it then you said it then i mean it was pretty much uh something we agreed on Mm -hmm. and uh it, it backfired on him and uh i'm glad it did because had it not you know like you said the game would have been over Right, but I don't think that's a risk you take uh, when you have that big a lead. Agreed. No, I, I'm 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 in
0: total agreement with you. I mean, you know, you've got a 14 point lead that late in the game, and um, you're thinking to yourself, you know, God, I mean, just time. It'll, it's the clock right now. You know, if it's
1: a one score game and you don't want to give them the ball back, that I get. Yes, right.
0: different. A lot of time on the clock, but right. With two scores. But, Mike, this is the NFL nowadays. Yep. And, I mean, you can go back in this football game and you could probably pull 20 different plays out of this game that, you know, that were difference makers. You know, that sure. my God, if it would have went one way or the other, sure. You know, then, you know, you don't have a Dolphin victory. I mean, everything has to fall into place to come from behind.
1: You know, if that pass to Waddle and the end zone was intercepted. Game exactly. Over. Yeah. Know. With
0: that big with the exact with that big a deficit, you know, I mean, everything has to fall your way. And it did. And it yeah. was great to see. And you know, people say that there's luck involved and and you know there had to be luck. No, there's no such thing as luck. I mean, it's preparation and it's executing. You do know,
1: you want to know something about luck? There were eight flags thrown on Miami yesterday.
0: Yeah. Most of them early.
1: How many were thrown on the Ravens?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I think it was two.
0: Yeah, not a lot. So not a lot.
1: We we weren't necessarily lucky.
0: (laughs) There was no, and like I said, Mike, there's really no luck involved there. The bottom line is you're playing an NFL team, and you're you're out there and you're fighting, and you know you've got professional coaching staff and a really good coaching staff on the opposite side. Yep. And you flat out outplayed them in the second half on both sides of the football you know, we haven't talked about the defense. I mean, some of the stops, I mean, think about it. We could have been down 14-0 right out of the gate, and the defense comes up with, and I know they fumbled, you know, the ball on fourth down, but our defense got us to that fourth down by just not allowing them to get those couple of yards that they needed on the first three downs of that series. And, um, You know, they they did it a few times, as we just mentioned, when when he went for it, you know, in the fourth quarter. Again, we stopped him. I mean, you know, you could talk about the decision all you want, but, you know, credit has to be given to the defense that just came up and stepped up
1: over and over again. I mean, but that's what you expect of our tackles. That's that's what you expect to happen.
0: Yeah, you do. I it mean, may
1: not always happen, but that's the expectation going in. you know. When they're going to go for it on one yard, and they're going to run up the middle. I like our chances.
0: Exactly. And this goes back to no such thing as luck. It goes back to having the players in position and good players in position to make plays when, when need be. Um, X-Man should have had a pick six down the sideline, yeah. mean, which, which took place in the second half as well. I mean that that was just a great play by him. He just could not hold the football. Kind of it wasn't a perfect spiral from what I remember when I watched the replay. Had it been a better throw, he probably would have had it because it came in kind of sideways on him, you know. And uh, you know, he's, well, you a know def- he's not
1: Tyreek Hill. He's not going to catch him all. Exactly.
0: You know? he, that's why he plays defensive back and not wide receiver in the yeah. NFL. So, but you know, most of the time X man comes up with those plays. You know, that, that was a great play on his part. We were on him. We did a really, really good job. We gave up a couple of really, really big plays, which they have to tighten up on. You know, they didn't have to really work for it. Their three big plays in the game just came so quick and so easy for them. The kick return, yep. the slant um, to, the, to the receiver, Bateman, and then, of course, Jackson's 70 yards. I think it was maybe 80 yards. Yeah, I think it was like an 80-yard run. I mean, my god, when you get an 80-yard an run on one play and you've got 6-7 points on the board. I mean, that's positive. You didn't have to do anything other than, you know, just work one play and you're up the field. Um, you know, we got back at them, you know, in the second half, you know, All right, look, the,
1: Let me just stop you for a second. Good. I want to talk about the coverage grades for a minute because this is this is what happened yesterday, you know. This
0: is Baltimore's Our our our, coverage grades uh, in the secondary. Go ahead.
1: Kohu led the team with a 66.7 grade. Okay. Duke Riley was second with a 66.6. Xavier Howard, Eric Rowe, Kevin Crossan, and Nick Needham were the last four on the sheet. Hmm. So our defensive backs didn't have a great game.
0: And what were those grades, just out of curiosity? Um,
1: Let's see. uh, I mean, you can just
0: lump them together on average. On
1: average, it was between 38 and 41.
0: Yeah, not very good. Very, yep. very, very. very Not much what you below expect average. from the
1: secondary. Not at all. And Brandon Jones was fifty-four. You know, too. So he didn't have an outstanding game either.
0: Right. Uh, you know,
1: uh, Holland had a, had a pretty good game. He he was up at sixty-three-five.
0: Okay. Yeah. Up, but
1: yeah. so that's that's pretty much it. Everybody else was punched in the middle. But uh, you know, I mean. They've got to cover better than that. They did not have a great game yesterday. And part of that was there really wasn't an effective pass rush for most of the game.
0: And yeah, that, that was going to be my next question. You know, first, before we go to the, to the pass rush, you know, I've said it and I'll say it again, Jones, when he comes back in week five and hopefully it is week five, yep. you will see the difference in the secondary, I mean. You know, I know, Mike, in the offseason, we defended this guy left and right, and people were like, ah, let him go. You know, he's not that great. He's overpaid. He's this, he's that. That's bullshit. That guy is a solid football player. We need him back at that corner position. We need need him back at that nickel position. And you'll see that secondary tighten up quite a bit once that takes place. I mean, we knew we were going to be somewhat deficient back there. But we're at 2-0. and We've gotten by without him. We're only going to get better because we've got a great player coming back in a couple of weeks. So that's the positive. So, yeah, let's now go to the pass rush because, as you mentioned, and I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday during the game, you know, it's, it's much of the same. If we do not blitz, we're just not getting enough pressure on a quarterback.
1: Our top down- two were, were uh, Phillips and Ingram. They both uh- – Phillips had a 71-6. Ingram had a 67-5.
0: This is pass rush? Yes. Okay.
1: Not great, but that's that's where your best work.
0: We'll take that from Phillips. I mean, I saw him blow up a play. I mean, he split two guys, and I thought he got pulled down. And they actually threw a flag on the play and then picked it up. And I'm like, how in the hell did they pick that up? When it looked like the guy just grabbed Phillips's jersey and just drug him down, because he was getting a Lamar. I mean, he split the two, uh, yeah. the two blockers. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, he had uh, a couple of hurries, and that that helped his grade. Right. Um, Ingram had a couple of hurries that helped his grade. You know, uh, he also batted a pass down, which was a key moment in the game. Right. Raekwon Davis. Was next, and then it was pretty average after that. Mm -hmm. All right, we got a break for a moment, and uh, we'll be back right after these messages. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and uh, it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to because they use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, With optimized gel tips with the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder uh, Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Think about that. 50,000. That's a lot of five-star reviews, people. They got options with them. You've got three customizable sound profiles. You've got uh, earbud tap functions. You've got noise isolation. And you've also got awareness mode. So if if you need to hear, you'll be able to. Uh, So, You know, these are pretty cool earbuds. Uh, They're comfortable. They've got those options that I told you about, and uh, you can't go wrong with them. So go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. You know,
0: I think that they are going to have to figure out a way to get more pressure on the quarterback going forward, especially this coming week against Buffalo. Um, you know, it's a situation where, you know, you start blitzing Allen and he gets away from that initial blitzer. He's got a wide open field there to just, you know, to just take off and run for big, big yardage. Um, they're going to have to have a spy on him. The, the, you know, the down four, you know, our defensive line is going to have to pressure Josh Allen without blitzing an awful lot. I mean, they're just going to have to do it. I don't know any other way of defending this football team. they got a lot of really good receivers. So, yeah, they're going to have to step their game up. I mean, that's crucial to, you know, us beating Buffalo is getting a pass rush from those down linemen. It would be a major plus for us going into that game.
1: Yep. It would. I mean, you know, obviously you, you need Agba and you need uh, Phillips to <laughs> pressure him, you know, naturally. Break that pocket down, Mike. Break it down. Yeah. That doesn't mean we can't blitz though, but the you know, the problem you have with Alan is he's such a, a big, strong guy, you know? He has good vision because of his height. Yes, and uh he'll see it coming, so you know you' you've got to try and disguise it as best you can
0: yeah i mean it's it's gonna be interesting this coming this coming week. We'll talk more about that on wednesday um how we should approach it and and yep. what I, you know what it, what we think the game plan should be in our humble opinions, but getting back to this game um you know our our receiving tandem of Hill and waddle are just absolutely outstanding i mean. I don't remember a game where you had two receivers. I mean, you're you're talking about going back to Air Coriel when they had Wes Chandler and and uh, Charlie Joyner and Kellen Winslow and all those guys. We had two receivers that damn near went for 200 yards receiving in one game. I mean, he'll... Hill got up to 190 on 11 catches, two touchdowns, and Waddle had 171 on 11 catches crazy. and two touchdowns. Insane, absolutely insane. It's just incredible. When you look at the ineptitude of our passing game for years now, th- these numbers, we're just not used to saying them. We're just not. I mean, they're, they're not numbers we normally see. You know, you throw another forty yards in from Gasicki from the tight end position, and um you know, you've got a hell of a day there. You know, Tua four hundred and sixty nine yards. My goodness, one big pass more, and he would have went over five hundred yards yesterday. How about that?
1: There's only been four Miami Dolphin games that went higher than that. Marino had five twenty one, four seventy three, and four seventy.
0: Mm-hmm. Incredible.
1: So you know, it was the fourth highest game in our history, which is pretty amazing.
0: It was Marina Whisk, Mike.
1: Marina it was. Whisk. It, it was. really was.
0: It yeah. was. That was the fourth quarter that we
1: haven't seen in how many years since Mark Duper was wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did it.
0: He did it quite a few times with other players. Um, yeah. Prior up in New York, you know, with in- you know, Mark Ingram, I think he had four touchdowns in that game. Up there. Yeah. the spike game, but you know, the the thing is, is that you know, getting back to Tua, you know, um, you know, you, you look at that game yesterday and you're like, where was this? You know, I mean, wh- where, has this been? Where has this ability been? And the surrounding crew, I mean, for game two, you know, the guys around them, I mean, you know, Albert at tackle, um, you know, Williams, the center, these new guys that are in, I mean, Hunt, I know how to very solid game blocking yesterday he did um the receivers being able to get down the field and get separation my goodness isn't the separation a nice thing to see
1: Uh uh-huh
0: you know when you got guys just open i mean a lot of these passes have been contested you know down the field but a lot of them weren't yesterday you know a lot of them were you know guys just running down the field and just making plays, you know, and 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 getting beyond the defenders and what the defenders are capable of doing, you know, in regard to covering them. It's, it's a very, very difficult task. These guys are two of the fastest guys in the NFL, and um, it, it's just a fantastic thing to watch. And the fact that Tua was able to get them the football, have the time to get them the football, and, you know, and challenge down the field Going forward is going to open up a lot of things for us, you know, in regard to our offense.
1: If you look at Tua's passing uh, game yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, he threw the ball 50 times or, you know, had 50 attempts. Yep. And uh, you look at his pass chart. Yep. He had 11 passes between 10 and 20 yards. He had another five that were over 20 yards. Wow! Yeah. You know. Okay, that's not a typical to a game. No, normally it's stinking dunk and, and dunk.
0: Right. Uh, they Usually, spread the ball out and you know. they
1: use the entire field, which is you know going to make you much tougher to defend. And obviously, the Ravens had a banged up secondary, and you know they weren't in top shape, and it it, it cost them. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know we've seen secondaries
0: and defenses, Mike, over the last, you know, couple of years with two or a quarterback to where we're like, come on. I mean, they've got guys down. They're one of the worst secondaries in football and we still struggle. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the Ravens defense. That's coaching. Yeah. I mean, you know, yesterday, you know, give, we got to give credit where credit is due. Our receivers just smoked them. Yep you know, we're, we're short-handed in the secondary as well. Sure. Um, so I, I have no sympathy for them in the least, you know, they had their guys up front. Nobody was hurt up front for them. Uh, they had their defensive line, their, their linebackers, their safeties, they were all in the game. And, um, you know, we put for we put a 42, uh, we dropped 42 on them yesterday. So you know, when you when you look at the game as a whole, you know, you got to look at Tua and how he played and, you know, the ability that he showed to to do it in the NFL, at the NFL level. And, you know, let's just hope we see a lot more of this. I mean, obviously, you're not going to see a six touchdown game week in and week out. It's, you know,
1: it's an impossibility. No, that's impossible. It's
0: but. an impossibility. But we do want to see him challenging and opening up the offense a lot more than what we're used to. I mean, you talked about 16 passes, uh 10 18. yards, 18 passes, 10 yards... Or more. Or more beyond the line of, you know, beyond that. And, um, you know, you look at that, Mike, and that's basically more than a third of his yeah. passes went yeah. down the field, and that's, that's right. what you need. Usually about 80% of them are within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage.
1: Something and, else I noticed from his... uh scoring and um if he's a quarterback that has struggled against the blitz right and yesterday he had a 70.9 grade that's a marked improvement over what you usually see
0: right exactly yep i mean listen it's you know it's going to be a fun football season because now the offense has shown us an ability
1: to strike quick
0: to strike quick and to move the football mike they had listen they struck quick at times when they needed to but man they had some nice drives as well um you know we talked about the running game we talked about you know them you know moving the ball down the field i mean yeah they had some long touchdowns but they also had some really nice drives i mean yeah you know the defense and, and here's the other kicker mike you know, we had 42 points yesterday, and usually <laughs> when we're scoring points, the defense is either responsible for a defensive score uh-huh. or they're setting up our offense, whether, you know, they, they put them in, in great um, field position and they get a field goal or they they have a short field to drive for a touchdown. Yesterday, that was not the case. Those 42 points were earned. were earned and came directly from the offense doing what they needed to do. So, I mean, a lot of encouraging things came out of yesterday. And, you know, the last couple of years have been extremely frustrating because the defense was at one level and the offense was at a level well below. And yesterday, we kind of saw something that we haven't seen in a while, and it was a fun thing to watch. The offense may may very well be close to where our defense is and they took that's, the training that, wheels off. <laughs> that's a scare yeah, that's a scary thing for teams playing us because everybody's well aware of the fact that our defense is really good as a matter of fact I think Trent Green the commentator on the game yesterday said that you know he thinks that the dolphins are maybe maybe the best if one of the best without a doubt Defenses in the NFL, and you know you'd have to agree with that. Now I don't know what the numbers are saying. I would absolutely. I I put them up against anybody's defense, Mike, in the NFL. I mean, you name me a, a few that you know that are even comparable.
1: We're right? Now. See one next week.
0: Buffalo's is yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. Past them though. Who else you got? I don't know. Exactly. That's my point. I mean, Cleveland, my goodness. I mean, Cleveland has all these number one picks on their defense and the Jets put 31 points on them yesterday.
1: I mean, you know, what are the Jets? (laughs) What's that? What are the Jets? You know, what kind of team are they? Do we know that yet?
0: We don't know that, but anytime a, a team with a with, with a backup quarterback in yep. puts 31 points on you, you know, on your home field, you know, it, it's not a very good thing. I mean, as I look at these other teams in the NFL, I mean, Buffalo is comparable, but there's not a lot of others, Mike, that, you know, that you can honestly sit there and say, Man, now they're a better defense than ours. I mean, San Francisco's got a very good defense, and the Rams have a very good defense. Yeah. But, you know, the Rams' defense gave up 27 points yesterday to the Atlanta Falcons and Mariota. So, you know, as you look at it, you know, our defense, I think, you know, in my opinion, top five, if not top three in the NFL right now, especially when Jones comes back in a couple of weeks. I mean, they're just a solid, solid unit. They've got some nice extra pieces that they can plug in here and there in in, in situational um, uh, on situational plays, you know, going against teams' offenses and They're at the top, and you know if the offense can play like they did yesterday, then then we're going to be a very, very, very good football team for the rest of the season.
1: Well, <laughs> Lewis, I don't know if we can have them uh, play like they did again yesterday. I, I don't know if that's possible. Uh, but what you want to see is offense and, you know, to a doing what he was able to do yesterday. And I'm not talking about the deep passing that, that obviously is going to come and go, but, uh, I'm talking about him making plays in the pocket. Yes. Has to do as it. long as he can continue to do that, he's going to be successful.
0: Yeah, Has to do it. We've talked about it over and over again to where he has got to make plays in a football game, or at least give his receivers opportunities sure. to make plays down the field. And even on the the game winning touchdown, I mean, the coverage was there, as I mentioned. Yep. And he trusted in Waddle to 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 get the football. And lo and behold he did. How about that play? The thing that just impresses me so much about Waddle, my God, there was another play that he almost came down with with, like, one hand that was very contested as well. And it may have been on the, on the same drive where, you know, he he just got his legs cut out from under him, and I think one of the Raven players got hurt. And he damn near came down with that pass. I mean, these two guys that we have are exceptional. I mean, they, I don't think people realize just how good um, Waddle is, you know, at this point, you know. I mean, he's really developing into an outstanding, outstanding football player they don't drop many passes these guys they just don't you know execution is so important it really
1: is well, Waddle had a few drop passes yesterday didn't he early in the game
0: i i'm not sure mike you know what there's there was a lot to remember <laughs> uh you know <laughs> you're talking about 80 points being put up on the board yeah. and a lot of big plays and if he did have a couple of drops there you know I honestly don't remember. I mean, nothing that was absolutely significant to where he was 30 yards down the field and, you know, had the guy burnt for a touchdown. I mean, if they were drops, I'm sure.
1: He had three. Did he? Yeah, he had two in the short area of the field and one in the medium area of the field.
0: Okay, got it,
1: got it, got it. So, but you're right. I mean, he's definitely shorthanded. He's, he's, they're both pretty damn good receivers and uh, he's only going to get better. I mean, he's a baby yet. 19
0: times he was targeted yesterday. 19 times. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you're an NFL receiver, you've got to love that. You got to be thinking, man, they threw the ball to me damn near 20 times in one football game, gave me 20 opportunities to catch football and make plays. I mean, you can't ask for anything more than that. Got to love it. Got to love it.
1: So it was fun, Lewis.
0: It was fun. Um, my goodness, Dolphin! Dolphin fans should be just ecstatic. I yeah, mean, everybody was jacked up. This was a game, Mike. That you know, you looked at, and you're thinking, eh, I mean, this is this is probably a loss on our schedule. Sure, we we
1: well, we all said it Wednesday. Going up
0: to Baltimore. Yep. I mean, you know, you just you just never, never. I mean, if if you were going to win this game, you felt it was going to be you know a defensive struggle. Right. Where the defense held them down and we won twenty seventeen. Never, never saw this coming. I don't. I don't. I don't care if who says Baltimore. what. No, <laughs> Baltimore didn't. I don't know if. <laughs> I don't know if our coaching staff saw it because, um, you know, they they watch them in practice, so they know their capabilities. But you know, as as Dolphin fans, I don't think there's a damn person out there, and you know, you you can attest to this by just looking at. The predictions on the Facebook page that people put in. I can guarantee you nobody came close to picking this game in regard to the scores that they. Uh,
1: no, I, they did not. They, most of them were picking in the 20s.
0: In the 20s, right. Nobody yep. expected 42 38. Crazy, crazy stuff. Gotta love it, Mike. On the
1: Buffalo. On Well, it's on the Miami playing Buffalo, but. Uh, well,
0: on to the Bills, I should
1: On have said. to the Bills, bills. right. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about it Wednesday.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Anybody else, Mike, we need to discuss? I mean.
1: I think we should discuss McDaniel for a minute. Yep. Mm -hmm. What a phenomenal game he called.
0: He did. Aggressive, Mike. Aggressive, aggressive. He was aggressive last week.
1: Yep and I uh, like his style. I mean, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I like his style. We, we, you know, we, it's tough when you, when you have a new coach and you know, they've only played a couple of games to really get a handle on what that coach's future is going to be. So I'm not going to pretend to do that. But what I am going to say is if he continues to coach the way he coached the last two games, I think we're going to be okay.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. 110%. Um, you know, you're looking at a situation where he has won this team over without a doubt. You can see you know the players love playing for him. It's a whole different atmosphere than what they've had over the last couple sure, of years. It's I fine. Think. yeah, I think guys are you know mike they're they're just out there and they're just you know they're just doing what they what they do you know they're they're they've got a lot of freedom on the offensive side. I think that playing for him. Um, you know, as an offensive player, it's got to be so much fun because he's aggressive and, you know, he'll, you know, he'll he'll come after you. We've we've shown, you know, he's shown this ability over the first two games to just be extremely aggressive in attacking teams. And he's trusting into Tua, and, and that's the key here. You sure. know, that's the key. Sure. You know, this this regime and this coaching staff prior had no trust in him whatsoever.
1: You, it's like I said, they took the training wheels off, and that's what you've got to do in order to determine what he is. You have to give him the ability to be himself.
0: Yes, exactly. And I
1: think that's what this coaching staff is trying to do.
0: You know, Mike, we get caught up, you know, as fans and as you know, I mean, we have some intellect in regard to football, both of us, because we've been watching it for so long. And, you know, we've watched thousands upon thousands of games and we've seen coaches come and go and so on and so forth. So, you know, as fans and as people that we feel have good football intellect, you know, when, when you look at um, what the regimes have done with Tua, you know, what Flores did when, when he was here with Tua and the coordinators that we had, you know, you have to assume that they know what they're doing. You know, you know in to regards- me, it's
1: similar to what JJ did with Marino. Right, he handcuffed him.
0: He handcuffed him, and basically. I think that's right. what
1: that's what Flores did with too.
0: Right. I mean, you're, and that's what I'm getting at. We always feel that coaching staffs, you know, as a whole, you have to trust in them. I yep. mean, you know, Flores was doing such a great job with the defense. And, you know, just making a lot of decisions. The team was extremely disciplined. You know, so we saw a lot of positives from him in regard to that. The team was winning football games. Um, you know, from where they came from, he built up a pretty solid football team, a team that went from being absolutely horrendous to being competitive, you know, very quickly over a couple right. of year period. So you trust in him. So when you see Tua, and you see the offense playing very conservative. You're thinking on the terms that, well, they're seeing these guys in practice every week. You know, you're trusting in the fact that there's reasoning behind how they're coaching a football game offensively. And, you know, we had different coordinators over a couple of years, and they all basically did the same thing. Um, you know the thing that we always concerned ourselves with was the fact that you know Fitzpatrick going back to him, you know the offense was different when he was the quarterback, and then when Tua was in playing, you know it was a whole different philosophy and a and a whole different uh approach of, of production mm-hmm. coming from it so you know same personnel, different results, different play calling you know we always trusted in the fact that you know as I mentioned. The coaches knew what they were doing. Well, maybe not so much, you know? So it is what it is. Um, you know, we're trusting in McDaniel right now, just the same way. You know, two weeks from now, we may be saying, why the hell does he have two with throwing the ball 50 friggin' times in a game? Right. You know, That's not your ideal you know, recipe
1: for success. It's not
0: your, your, it, it isn't. Uh, but whatever it takes, Mike, and I think that this is his philosophy. However it takes to get there, we're going to do it. You know, if it means passing the ball 50 times, then that's what we're going to do. I mean, next week against Buffalo, I think you're going to see a completely different approach, but we'll find out soon enough.
1: Getting back to them having fun for a second. Mm -hmm. What that does, aside from the obvious, okay, they enjoy coming to work, yada, yada. But what that does is at the end of the season, when they're looking for free agents, you know, Tyreek Hill's going to get on the phone. And so you gotta come play with this guy.
0: Right. Yep. I don't even think he has to get on the phone, Mike. I think players if they're you know if they're if they're alive and paying any attention to what the hell they're doing for a living and watching what other players and other teams are doing then, you know, he's going to sell himself. I don't think he's going to need anybody to make phone calls to anybody. Well, what, no, I whether, I he ne-
1: whether he needs it or not, yeah. the, you know, it'll happen because, yes. you know, the players are going to be positive about the coach and about the atmosphere. agree. So they're going to want their buddies to come play too. You know, that's just well, natural, human well, have, nature.
0: Haven't we already seen that, Mike, on the offensive side? I to mean, a think degree. A, think about all the guys that we brought in on the offensive side of the football now. We may have gotten lucky. It may have had a lot to do with the fact that they wanted to play with this guy on the offensive yeah. side. Um, you know, there's small pieces there too. You know, the fullback. Yep.
1: Sherfield. Sherfield. Yeah. Shurfield. Shurfield.
0: yeah. Um, you know, these type of guys, you know, came here to play for McDaniel. You know, the tackle. Uh, the best tackle that was available came here. You know, Cedric Wilson came here. Yep. You know, there's 31 other teams in the NFL that these teams can go and sign with, and they came to us. So I think we've already seen that. And to your point, you're absolutely right. I think going forward, it's going, you know, people are going to want to come to Miami and play football for this football team. And um, it's only two weeks in, Mike, so... We've got a long, long road ahead, but I mean, you can't ask for a better start. I mean, this is this is great. No,
1: we were, you know, we were saying if they can play the first four games and win two, we're in good shape. Right. Well, exactly. Well, we've won two out of two. You can't do better than that.
0: Nope.
1: So keep it going. You know, let's let's uh, beat up on Buffalo.
0: Absolutely, you got it.
1: So. All right, Louis. With that, I'm gonna say thanks for joining me this afternoon, and uh, we'll be back uh, Wednesday to talk about those Buffalo Bills.
0: Yes, we will. We'll talk about them. All, All right. right,
1: fins up, buddy.
0: Fins up, Dolphins.
1: All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans Podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right. Until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.